0: What's up, everyone? And welcome to the weekend edition of the Real Vision Daily Briefing. On today's episode, Real Vision host Weston Nakamura sits down with truck driver Brad Snyder to discuss Brad's real-time observations from his weekly trucking route across the U.S. They'll discuss the changes Brad has seen across the supply chain and predict how these changes could impact the economy in the future. Check it out
1: everybody and their mother is thinking about or talking about inflation, 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 because there's inflation. Mm -hmm. Uh, The chairman of the Fed has now taken the word transitory out of the dictionary. I didn't know that Fed chairs were able Uh to to remove words from dictionaries. So the world is now, other than Japan, of course, is completely um, engulfed in uh, this, this inflationary world. So let's... Not talk about that because the world is already doing that. And instead, let's do something very crazy. I want to try to figure out potential risks of where deflation would come from or disinflation. Because at some point it's gonna come. And so just a matter of when and from where. But one of the things I'm thinking of is like this excess inventory buildup, just in time modeling turns into just in case, right? capex consumers all that kind of thing right so just in time was basically like we'll order stuff as we need it be it um Mm -hmm. on the wholesale side on the capex side or on the retail side and now it's going to be like we don't want to be out we don't want to um be in a situation like this ever again where we don't have merchandise on shelves or we don't have enough chips or you know like um both the crunchy kind and the computing Mm -hmm. kind so just in time turns to just in case just in case is deflationary, right? That's yeah. that already seems to be the case. So, I guess if you have any comments on anything like that, from what you're seeing from your unique vantage point of this just in time to just in case shift. First of all, is that underway?
0: I feel like it to me. Um, just with the amount of warehouses they're building, because they're not factories. They're not any. They're just. Take the stuff off the boats or bring it from a factory and like just warehouses. And in the northeast, I mean, I see a lot of them. I travel a lot of interstate and they're building warehouses everywhere. So once they get completed. For, for for what? Like or you don't everything. know, everything. I mean okay. you, you you name it there, yeah. I mean from like hand soap to shovels to pillows, it doesn't just Okay. The, gotcha. Just warehousing of all the things and it it seems like the more i look at it the more i think about it and like the more you know i'm just really focusing on how like all the pieces fit together and move like at some point we're going to run into being over warehouse but the other thing is is you know i remember three years ago i would go to these warehouses that were and they still exist i haven't been there recently but like they're they're in highly densely populated areas it's really hard to get a tractor trailer into because they were designed for day cabs and 48 foot trailers and i have a sleeper with a 53 foot trailer and it's those warehouses if they move or we get over warehouse they're going to keep the new ones and those ones could go under which I mean, these are in residential areas, so then you could have land to build more houses. And I mean, you could see weird deflationary pressures across the board from being over warehoused in 24 Wait, so, months.
1: So, uh, but, but are we current, are you saying are we currently
0: over warehoused? Is there access? To no, of- no, there's still the building processes going on. And if you wanted me to put a prediction on that, I would say like... Well, well, 18 well, months to like 24 months we would start to see like once they get completed on the inside and then well you got to hire workers so and nobody doesn't seem like anybody wants to work at a warehouse so that or automation
1: i would think that well the, what they're building is gonna, they're building for automation
0: probably, probably.
1: The, the, if you're if you're building a warehouse now you're not really building it for you're building it for as least human labor necessary as
0: possible i would think and I can't stress just the the amount of new building I'm seeing going on in the warehouse sector. Like, I mean, they're just putting industrial parks and like just buying like farmers' fields, huge swaths of land, and just leveling it off and like five, six, eight warehouses. When and so when did and you big like, when did you start seeing that happen? That building going into the fall was when I really noticed it. And I mean it's just been consistent since. and they're still in the building
1: phase right now, or are they about to open up and be ready to be to start start
0: storing things or uh some of the the beginning ones that I've seen are starting to open up and then like but they're in like every phase like I know of places where they're just breaking ground, and I know of places that are just opened up so they're they're in that they're in the boom period of warehousing. If there is about a whole bunch
1: of warehousing capacity about to come online, uh, it sounds to me like the likes of which we haven't seen in the modern era, and that sounds to me like there there's going to be um, at least some sort of release valve of this kind of cl- this this supply chain clogging and and all that, and potentially of these at least uh, some some force of these this like inflationary pressure is going to be sort of alleviated with with the advent of this what kind of time frame do you think in terms of what you're seeing the, with these warehouses popping up and where they are in the kind of building cycle like they're starting to like move stuff in and then i mean the, do they those get filled pretty quickly at this moment
0: and and all that yeah i mean they're, they're definitely starting to open up some of the ones that uh some of the the beginning ones that i've seen out like the, the pennsylvania new jersey border and then and like on the 81 through Pennsylvania on that 80 route, uh, Interstate 81 corridor, which is a very popular, um, corridor for shipping. Like they started building there not long, long ago, and there's a lot coming online. So the problem there, like I said, is just going to be like getting the people to work. And, um, but as far as the truck aspect of it goes, I kind of like it for like kind of a deflationary pressure, because I know like the length of haul has gone up. What does that mean? Like like say that my average day, like I would pick up whatever vendor and take it to this distribution facility. So that vendor would be 200 miles away. Well, since they lost so many employees or they can't find people to work, like now I have to go to another vendor that has the same thing that's another 200 miles away. So instead of driving 200 miles in that length of haul, now I'm driving 400 miles. So as these warehouses come on, that'll bring down, hopefully bring down the length of haul and would also bring down, you know, like fuel usages and, and, and that sort of stuff. Let's say like a new warehouse
1: like springs up. Those first, like that first batch of them, Will get filled immediately, I would assume, but then at some point they're gonna stop getting filled immediately because that like immediate need is being taken care of, and then as as with everything, they overbuild, they oversupply, and that's gonna come later. So in those kind of three stages, I'm guessing we're still in that very initial things like warehouse pops up, and then the next day it's full of. Ritz crackers and jelly beans and sneakers. So, and as they open up,
0: I mean, the problems I guess there would just be getting, you know, from the ports, getting the ships unloaded to get them to those warehouses to fill them up because then you would have, you know, spare capacity coming online that you could put those goods in and then get empty containers back to ship the empty containers over and then cycle starts in new. What would tell you what would be continued
1: increase in inflation or a leveling off or a potential pullback
0: in cost of goods. The things I'm going to keep my eye on are just seeing, like, because it's always peak season and something. Here's Valentine's Day, and then you roll right into spring, so people are going to be doing yard work and malls. So once I see how that starts to roll off and and how, what the reactions are there and how hard it is to get, I mean, to me right now, it's it's not it's not even a trucking like a driver shortage problem it's like those that last few feet to the the shelf problem because i've been like i deliver a little bit everywhere and i've been to places where they'll have the stock in a trailer in the dock or like in the where like in the back of the store they don't have the people to put it on the shelf i mean that's not a trucking problem now that's a That's the last 20 feet to the shelf. It's not last mile. It's last, it's it's last yard. (laughs) Yeah. Like we're, we're fourth and goal. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know how, like, like if people aren't getting that first job, that is, you know, your retail job to get you through like a little bit of high school money or college money, like if they're not doing that anymore, like I don't, that I don't have the answer to.
1: You're, what you're saying is the clog really isn't at, it's not at the ports out of Asia, it's not um, crossing the Pacific or, you know, the, the the body of water. It's not at the, uh, you know, the, um, the, the anchorage point or the port of LA or Long Beach or uh, uh, unloading or the transport uh, system from truck drivers. Or the warehouses or anything like that. It's actually... Everything has been delivered to that local Target, Walmart, whatever store. But then it doesn't actually get onto the shelves itself. So it's physically at the store in, like, what, some back, back room or something? like.
0: The yeah, place. like a big... But, I mean, even then, like, and it doesn't matter where it's at. Like, even if it's just you're picking up at a a vendor to take to a warehouse. Like, it's just that last, like... So you, when you drive somewhere and you drop something
1: off, let's say it's at a store or something, or if it's at a store, if it's at a warehouse, whatever, you just leave your your cargo, whatever's in your trailer, you just leave there, then that's as long as somebody signs off for it. And that was their problem, and they have to now do what they will with it, right? Whether that's... A right, store yeah, that, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So um, I,
0: don't, I don't stock shelves and do all that exactly,
1: stuff. So I... Exactly. So when you do drop things off, this is on retailers then that are basically have accepted delivery that have goods but aren't able to sell them because they're not out on the shelves to be for sale to be taken off of their
0: hands for a transaction. Yeah, I mean that's 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 what it sounded like to me. Like when I'm talking to these people and I get to you know everywhere I'm, that I get to go. And so, it sounds like they're they're definitely having problems just getting that last little bit.
1: Okay, that's but that's that's a very that's a very insightful, interesting sort of sort of point. Nobody ever talks about that because I, I and I could see why that would go that would be kind of overlooked because on paper, from like kind of macro data wise, it would seem like deliveries were made to the stores and we got like you know thing we, we got we we got inventory. From ports in China out to the uh, Kmart in Little Rock, Arkansas, or whatever, and this and that. So that so therefore, if sales aren't being made, it must be a weak consumer. Would be the assumption. What if it's actually not the the consumer is actually it has the you know the desire to and means to buy, just that they're not on the shelves, even though they're they're at the stores. It's just not available for them to purchase. So you're getting inflation because there's less stuff on the shelves, even though the stuff exists in the uh, twenty feet away in the, some back room, and that that's a that's not sort of situation or dynamic, dynamic that I've heard
0: discussed ever. And the that's one thing bad. I haven't heard like this year was you always hear about like you know this company or that company or whoever is going to hire all these seasonal workers to get through the holidays and like I heard no seasonal hiring this year there was no talk of that cuz they were just too busy trying to still hire yeah the, a regular employee
1: yeah seasonal means regular is already fine right. <laughs> like like any employee that comes in it doesn't matter what season it is that's a regular employee <laughs> yeah yeah okay so that's interesting. So uh, and again, is, I guess we'll have to find um, a, a a retail stock person, but um, like shelf shelf stock person, not green and red t- blinking thicker stock person. Um, but um, but that's that's a very interesting angle um, at where the clog is or a clog is. That's being overlooked.
0: Yeah, because like, that's again, the one that I'm seeing right now that nobody's talking about is, and I mean it doesn't matter like I said where you go if it's you know brick and mortar retailer or if you go down to the the nursery to buy poinsettias or like it's it's kind of like a little bit of everywhere like if restaurants are like short staffed it's crazy. That's
1: but I think that you're missing it because or not you you're the only one not missing it and I think that we are are missing it because. This is why we do the show, because <laughs> of the the macro data, the broad based over overly broad based sort of, you know, like, um, like not not taking real world considerations into consideration would suggest that, like, OK, things have been delivered to, to stores, sales are not being made. It must be the consumer. And yeah. it's just not the It's not the case.
0: Definitely seems to me like something going on because, like, I keep hearing you know all this stuff on the you know the news about like oh I went to Whole Foods and like it's seventy five percent full and like their back room's looking pretty good. Let's keep an
1: eye on that. Uh, I I guess like um you know try to talk to the the you know this like very exclusive club of truck drivers (laughs) of truck driving employees and figured out it reminds me of like so i used to work in in, i used to get paid seven dollars an hour i worked at like a, a retail clothing store back when i was younger and it was like a skate shop like a skate clothing store and in the back they had you know skate shoes like vans and whatever And uh, it was very always very so like and customers would come and say like yeah can I have see this in like a size nine or whatever, and it was very annoying for me to to do that. So every time it's like some somebody would ask me to go find them a pair of shoes in a certain size, I would just go to the back and I would sit there and I would not look at all like through (laughs) like and I would just and I would like just kind of hang out and like I would spend maybe like five ten minutes like a pretty good amount of time and I'd come back and be like sorry we don't we don't have any anything. And they're like, you don't have a size like size seven, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half, nine. I'm like, nope, 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 nope. Checked all those, nope. Checked all that, nope, 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 nope. So basically, what's happening is that, <laughs> but um, not done by some like lazy, you know, kid. <laughs> but just just the lack of ability to do that. Like the the items are there, the customer's willing to buy. It's just not getting done because there is um let's just call it a an
0: unhelpful uh staff or lack of helpful staff yeah i mean maybe your new new retail business model isn't self-checkout it's self-unload and self-checkout you know
1: yeah. <laughs> um all right well that's fantastic insight i would love to see that come out of some institutional bank research report but it won't oh. you yeah, know this is re- it's really interesting People need to think about that from that angle. So if anyone has any insight on that or thoughts on that, please let us know on the exchange, on the Real Vision exchange. I'm more than happy to, to discuss, but that's a really, really, yeah, that's original. <laughs> that's awesome. Good stuff.
0: What's up, revolutionaries? Thanks for tuning in to the Real Vision Daily Briefing. For more content like this, head over to realvision.com and get unfiltered access to the very best,